Welcome to this episode of What Works For Me. You'll notice that it's just Rob on this one. But don't worry, Mike's still going to kick us off with the intro. Anyway, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of What Works For Me, a podcast highlighting best practices in Christian schools. This podcast is produced in partnership with Lutheran Education Association. To discover how LEA supports Christian teachers and schools, visit www.lea.org. My name is Rob Lunak, and I'm the superintendent of Lutheran Neighborhood Schools in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Today on the podcast, we have Dan Felton, the sixth grade teacher, well, I guess one of the sixth grade teachers, at St. Lawrence Lutheran School in Frankenmuth, Michigan. And Dan is going to talk to us about something called Spartan Social. And we'll get into that in just a minute. But Dan, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. My name is Dan Felton, and I teach sixth grade at St. Lawrence, like you said. Uh, This is my 25th year of teaching. Um, And I'm blessed to be able to have kind of a unique job in the afternoon. I I teach homeroom uh, for sixth grade in the morning, and then in the afternoon I teach elective classes. So uh, I teach 3D printing, engineering, economics, uh, and something called Spartan Social, uh, where the students are able to do kind of a weekly newscast uh, that we put out on Monday mornings for the next week. Now, that's the thing that I want to highlight here, because that's there's a lot of unique things that I know you guys do here at St. Lawrence, and I think people are going to hear all those other things you do, and they're going to go, oh, he's really techie. I won't be able to do whatever he's going to talk about next. But we were talking before, you don't really view yourself as a techie guy. Everything's kind of simple on your end, you'd say. And this is no different. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how this all came together? Right. So I do some classes that involve technology, like 3D printing, and there's a little bit of a learning curve to that. But really, once you get to know it, I wouldn't consider myself an early adapter uh, with technology. I'm decent at technology. I did the Tech 21 program, uh, but it's not like something that you couldn't learn fairly easily if you had a little bit of mentorship. Um, So what we do is we use um, not a lot of, you know, Uh, expensive uh, technology, maybe an iPad, uh, a piece of green fabric, and that's about it. Uh, And and an app that I think maybe cost about $10 to get when we got it several years ago. Okay, so Spartan Social, it's kind of like a newscast that you guys do. You do it weekly, I'm assuming. And it's it's kind of like, you know, your local morning news station, but you do it with your students here. And like you said, an iPad and some green fabric. How did this start? Whose idea was this to say, hey, let's do a kind of a newscast every week? So the 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 way our school is set up um, in the junior high, the students have um, classes in the morning that are their core classes. And then in the afternoon, they would have their gym classes. They'd have uh, music Uh, But they would also have some open class periods where they could choose what they want to do. So we're always looking for new, you know, opportunities to add elective classes. Students, basically, they'd be uh, two days a week for one quarter. So you might get 15 to 18 class periods in an elective. Uh, So, you know, an art class could be in there, two-dimensional, three-dimensional art. Uh, Like I said, we've got our engineering, economics, 3D printing, those types of things. Uh, There are science-based ones where the students can do, um, you know, like, a insect investigation where they go in the fall and catch insects and make a little insect collection and whatnot. So this is one about eight years ago that uh, they decided to do. Um, I was I was teaching fifth grade at the time. I had nothing to do with it at the start. Um, our eighth grade teacher, currently Mr. Sheridan Washer, um, started it. He I think he did it for about three years. And then when I moved into this position, then I took it over for the last five. So that's kind of how it how it started. Uh, it's kind of morphed over time, uh, but we have our different segments that we do, like a newscast. Um, 
I could get into those, but every school would be a little bit different. Uh, we start with kind of a greeting. That's always the same each week. We have our, our opening prayer. Uh, then we get to our news for the week, um, Spartan Sports, uh, Chapel Notes, who's doing chapel, those types of things. Then we have some curriculum-based ones, like, for instance, Mrs. Bark's Wide World of Weird Science is one we came up with, um, where our junior high science teacher always had interesting facts. We thought we'd in, you know, give a science fact of the week, that type of thing. We do This Week in History, where we find something that happened in history uh, you know, in the past from maybe History Channel website, and then write a little short summary of, of what happened for the students to give them a little bit, a little bit of background. Um, we do faculty birthdays. Um, we do lower grade laughs, which is kind of like a, a joke segment. Sometimes it gets pretty extensive where they do a little joke battle back and forth. Sometimes it's just one or two jokes. Uh, we have a bin where students can, you know, offer to submit jokes, and then we pick the best ones from those and, and put them on there. And then we have our legacy verse of the week to kind of close, which is just a Bible verse that at our school for memory, we would have five verses for each grade level that they would learn, and then they kind of add to it as they go. So by the end of their eighth grade year, theoretically, they know all 40 legacy verses uh, by heart. Um, so we have one each week that we do there. And then we have a little closing that we do that has something to do with our school theme. So that's kind of how an average episode would go. Well, that's so great. And there's, there's a lot of pieces there, but I'm assuming you guys didn't start with all those pieces, right? Those things have kind of evolved and shifted as you went. Is that right? Yeah, so I, what we do is we kind of have a, I have a template, and over the summer I kind of figure out, all right, wh what do we want to do for our different segments? Do we want to add different parts? For a while we did one, not when I was doing it, but when uh, Mr. Washer was doing it, um, where there is like an interview, we call it coffee talk, and the kind of joke was that, you know, the interviewer and interviewee would, would kind of slurp their fake coffee they were pretending to drink at, in between each question. Uh, but it's just basically three questions with the pastor or three questions with this teacher or that teacher or uh, the lunch, you know, supervisor or whatever. Just ask them about what they do or, you know, whatever questions maybe the students wanted asked. Um, so those are types of things that have kind of come and gone over the years. Sometimes I do try to add some comedy segments that I think are funny because I try to do things I hope are entertaining uh, for the students. Um, that would maybe just be, you know, one week things or we have a pick em contest for March Madness or whatever it is, uh, just trying to keep the students involved. And it, it does kind of morph and change each year and maybe even from week to week. Well, that's kind of nice. You have that flexibility to do that. And you said the student student is an elective. So if they come to you and they say, hey, I have a great new idea for a segment, I'm sure those things get added in, right? Yeah. Um, students have a lot of ideas. Some we take and others, you know, perhaps, you know, don't end up getting in there. Um, but yeah, we try to take what the students want and even sometimes make a big deal out of it. For, for instance, one year um, we had the second graders complained about something that was on Spartan Social, like it was more for the upper grades, not for the lower grades. So we had viewer mail as a segment and we had all like the angry kind of like fake letters from the second graders, you know, some of them were real, but we kind of took it to an extreme. Um, and then we apologized to them and then we changed things, you know, on the air just to try to make it kind of fun for the students. Uh, so yeah, we, we are always trying to look at, at how we can Add or, add or subtract different things that are, uh, you know, playing to that, those audiences to keep them kind of excited about it. But I, I like that idea that you, it, it's not this static thing and everybody in the school watches it, right? How much time do you put into recording this? Like how long is it an average episode? How much time do you spend during the week to, to get it ready? 
Yeah. So I would say that, you know, in my position, I'm able to spend a little bit more time than maybe an average teacher would because I, I'm given the time to, to do some of it. But a lot of it is a labor of love. So it is quite a bit amount of time. Uh, but every school can kind of do it their own way if they wanted to start something like this. It could be a one to two minute you know, a little broadcast, us doing the announcements each week or maybe a once a month thing and then kind of work into, you know, adding it as, as it goes because it didn't really start, you know, the way that it is now. Um, I would say our average episode is about five minutes. They can run from kind of three minutes to eight minutes, um, depending upon, you know, our, our theme for the week and how much we're adding. We have something called our faculty versus eighth grade basketball game in March, and it's around the time of March Madness. So we always have a big episode then, and we interview the, the staff, and we interview a player, and we make predictions and all that. So sometimes it can get to be a little bit you know, extensive. Uh, but for the most part, how much time do we spend? Um, you know, I, I do a lot of time over the summer making what I can and, and getting my scripts ready just by making a template, going on Google Drive, kind of putting the dates on and just copying it. And then I put in the Bible verses for the week because I can do that over the summer. I can do faculty birthdays. Uh, so I don't really calculate how much time I spend doing that, but it's just something I can do over the summer when I've got some time. Uh, so then as we come into the, you know, to the school year when you're a little bit busier, the students come in, the first class period that we have with them of the two for the week is more of a brainstorming session. We look at the jokes. We talk about what segments we want to do. And then the students would help each write a segment. And sometimes I have to do a little bit of editing with that, depending upon how they write it and whatnot. Uh, but for the most part, they, they are involved and help with the writing process. Uh, then the second, you know, let's say we have a Tuesday, Thursday class. The, on the Thursday, they would come in. We would I would have it all written and I would have the way that I do it is it's very low tech. I put it on Google Drive. I highlight all the all the, you know, words in, uh, you know, what they're going to say in different colors, depending upon, you know, which part it is. So they kind of go back and forth. You're the red part. You're the blue part or whatever it is. I print them off and I hold them up in front of the iPad like a teleprompter and they read it off um, and we record it. The students make plenty of mistakes. But what I tell them is. I will never make you look bad. So if we're recording it and you mess up, I will never put in your mess ups unless you want me to do a bloopers episode or something at some point. But I won't show you looking bad. I'll always, you know, because kids get nervous, you know, when they're uh, being broadcast to the entire school, especially at the beginning. Um, you know, nowadays they kind of enjoy it because they're somewhat of a celebrity around the school. The first graders might see him and say that they're on TV. Um, but yeah, so uh, Thursday we would record. I'd have to edit it maybe on, on Thursday or Friday. And then over the weekend at some point I would uh, – I, it doesn't take too long to edit, maybe you know half an hour or so just getting rid of the, uh, the bad parts and get, keeping all the good parts. And then I add in the pictures, which kind of pop up on the screen through the app. We use an app called TouchCast which um, there's probably a lot of one, apps out there that are, are better or equal to that one. That's just the one that we started with. You could even probably use iMovie or Final Cut Pro or something that you already have. Uh, but there, I think there are a lot of video editing apps out there that, that schools could choose from, but that's the one that we use. And overall, you know, an average episode might take from start to finish about you know, eight to 10 hours of, of work um, the way that we do it. But you know, you could start off small and have have it just be, you know, one to two to three hours of, of, of total work to just get maybe a, a shorter announcements. 
Well, I like that you've kept it simple. You haven't complicated it. You're, you know, you are the teleprompter, so you don't need any fancy equipment. You don't need to have uh, this big background in video production. A lot of people listening probably have seventh or eighth grade students who have phones and could do this entirely on their own if they really wanted them to, right? That there are so many apps and programs that will do that. And I like what you said that for the kids, you're not going to make any of them look bad. I know there's always that trepidation. Oh, I'm going to be on camera or even, even recording this podcast, talking to people, people are like, well, what if I mess up? We'll edit it. No one will ever know. It'll right. be totally fine. And I'll tell everyone we didn't need to edit your episode at all. It was perfect when we did it, <laughs> right? All the mistakes were mine. And that really helps people get at ease with that. And then to hear that the you know, the younger kids are so excited when they see the older kids on it. Does everyone watch this during the day? Is It's up on your website, right? So does right. everyone go to see it? So we have a school video channel where we post you know, like uh, chapel services. If there are special events like uh, a spelling bee or something like that would be posted on there. And also our Spartan Social episodes. So it would be every Monday morning they would come out and it would just be sent out over email or the teachers could go to the school video channel on their own. And it's you know, on average, about five minutes. It, you know, it's a good thing to do in the in in the morning on Mondays or uh, maybe somewhere mid morning. Some teachers, oh, I forgot to show it on Monday, so they'll just show it on Tuesday. Uh, but it is a way, and I think all schools need to do this. But if you're in a school that maybe is a little bit larger, it's even more important finding a way to kind of connect the school and ha- you know add to that culture. Um, our chapel services are kind of the number one thing with that. You know, having all the students together. But doing special events where everyone gets together and maybe having that weekly show where everyone's watching and hearing what's going on with the other classes, um, I think is, is important. Uh, so, yeah, they get to kind of experience it all together on Monday mornings. I love what you said about that, that it's a great opportunity to bring them together. And you said chapel is the most important bit, but you guys have included so many of those pieces into this as well. That's so great that it's another opportunity. And this is probably one that kids might go home and they say, hey, mom, you got to watch the the episode that came out today. And then they get to see that, too. That's, That's such a great idea. Yeah, a lot of times the parents of the, you know, the hosts will want to watch their kids and see how they did. Um, or, you know, just maybe some parents and grandparents want to know what's going on in the school. So they might watch it. I'm not sure exactly the number of views that we get. We always make jokes like this is St. Lawrence's most watched, you know, uh, most trusted news program, uh, you know, like that. Uh, but uh, we at certain times we probably do get, you know, a good number of people from outside of the school also watching. And they see a little, little bit about, you know, what we're about. Um, so it kind of puts a face on you know, what we're trying to do. And the other thing is the students get to kind of pick to be in the class. So not every eighth grader is forced to do it. Um, We only use eighth graders, but throughout the, you know, each quarter we rotate in a new set of hosts. Uh, There might be three to five uh, each quarter. Uh, So on average, you'd have about, you know, uh, 15 or so hosts throughout the year uh, that would, you know, be willing to do that, that are a little more outgoing or or want to do that. Uh, Not everyone is forced to. Well, Dan, I want to thank you again for being on the podcast today. If people have questions about how to do it, can they email you? Is that okay sure. if I include your email? Perfect. Yeah, so my email is dfelton, F-E-L-T-E-N, um, at stlawrence.org. And St. Lawrence is spelled like St. Lorenz. Um, so L-O-R-S-T-L-O-R-E-N-Z.org. Um, Perfect. And I'll include that in the show notes if anybody's interested. Do you got any last-minute advice for anybody who... They have nothing right now. They don't know where to start. What's the very first thing they could do? Yeah, I would say that if you just want 
you know, to, to entry level, just, just try, um, try to find some, you know, junior high students that might be willing to do it and just stick with them. Uh, there's very low barriers to entry as far as cost is involved. Uh, just an iPad, which you probably already have. Maybe you have to purchase an app, buy a green piece of felt for, you know, to put up on a bulletin board. Uh, but just try it out and see, see how it goes for you, your school. Uh, come up with whatever segments, maybe just hey, we're just going to do three or four segments each week. Uh, make it short, make it simple, and then you can always add to it later on. That's perfect. And, you know, me hearing it, it's one less bulletin board to decorate, too, if you put a green piece of felt up. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of forced to, uh, you know, have that up all year. So. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you again. Can I pray for you before we go? Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for Dan and for the work that he's doing, for this vital work that he gets to share your love and your grace with these students. Thank you for his creativity and his passion for this work and for the fun joy that he gets to bring these students every day through Spartan Social. In your sense, let me pray. Amen. Amen.